like you listen to my monkey mouth. As a companion, when you got pun on the Tenoa route. Hop to the portal and got no fight. The lights knocked them out. Bow. I'm so fighting style. Bow. You will see he tapped out. Bow. We win. We get crowned. Monkey mouth. Monkey mouth. Monkey mouth. Monkey mouth. Them Portal Boys be podcasting. This is Joshua. This is Elias. And on this episode of the Portal Boys podcast, we're going to be covering season one, episode three of Rick and Morty. Uh, it's entitled Anatomy Park. And this episode is a lot of fun. It kicks off with Jerry like humming a Christmas song and he's like cooking a ham. And he comes out and takes everybody's electronics right. He's trying to make sure that everybody has a human, uh, a yeah, human, human holiday. holiday. Yeah. And the funny thing about that is, is like we all Jerry is a genuine, general, generally stays in like the ignorance happiness, but it's just it's it's at an eleven today. It's Christmas. The family's there. Mom and Dad's coming. You know, it, Sanchez hasn't come in and wrecked everything yet. So he's feel he's he's on he's he's definitely on a high right now. Yeah, he's he's letting his his ignorance his bliss. And yeah. He's riding that wave, and right in that moment, Rick comes in with Reuben. Um, and Vietnam, Korea. Yeah, he's just this blatant hobo, right? And uh, Rick is like, I just you know help this guy out every year or so, and it's Very just like a, it's like a nice thing and. Even Jerry's like, <laughs> not buying it. Huh. Well, we got the blinders over Beth. Yeah, that's like, all that matters, right? Yeah, but but Jerry's immediately like, oh. <laughs> um, but then uh, Jerry's parents show up, plus Jacob. Yeah, we got Jacob in tow, right? Who's this young black fella? And it's immediately keeping up with the positivity of Jerry, like it is, you know. Yeah, yeah, but it's immediately awkward, right? Like Jerry, like closes the door on him almost, and yeah. he has to like force himself into the house type shit. And like, there's just this like blatant awkwardness throughout the entire interaction to start. The the just like, but I do love how, you know, he's he, he's like he 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 knows everybody, right? He's just like he's just there. He's like he you know he knows everybody in the family, you know. He's as nice as he can be. Yeah, he's on it, yeah. Uh, but so, Rick comes out, says hi to everybody, but you can like tell something's off, right? He's like, hi, come, come help me. And he, he, he grabs Morty, and he drags him into the garage, and Reuben is like dying, right? Having just a terrible time. And um, Rick basically hastily sends Morty into Reuben by shrinking him down on a mission to save Dr. Xenon Bloom, um, who is, uh, you know, the, the associate of Rick from this business adventure that is Anatomy Park, right? And Anatomy Park is like the Rick and Morty equivalent of Jurassic Park. That's yeah, it's very in, much an ode to Jurassic Park. Absolutely. And in every direction. I mean, even the logo with, like, yeah. the, the human skeleton, and like, yeah. in the T-Rex pose, you Doctor, know. Doctor, can you say his name again? Xenon Bloom. Doctor Xenon Bloom with the cane and the amber. Mm-hmm. He's actually got an amber top. If it isn't amber, it's definitely, like, the same shape, yeah, right? Yeah, probably, like, a mucus. It's clearly an homage yeah, to, 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 the, to the cane of the guy who, who founded Jurassic Park. Um, and... It's a it's a neato deal, bro. It's it's a real neato deal. But 
Um, Morty at this point is directed to uh, head to the liver, and when he gets there, it's like under maintenance, right? And uh, Rick makes the joke that uh, you you don't agree to have someone make a ma- make an amusement park in you if you haven't had some hard years. Yeah, you know what I'm it's, saying? So like, don't judge. And uh, I like how the inf- I think the inflection that he was misinterpreting on uh, what is it, Pirates of the Pancreas, was more of this kind of like legal thing more than just like a I don't like it there's like pirates of the pancreas like this is you know pirates of the Caribbean and he but immediately goes to defense like because that's that was that was Rick's baby that was that was it <laughs> and he's like how does he say that we didn't hold back on those pirates they're definitely rapey oh yeah yeah they're they're, they're super rapey. they're super rapey uh, so yeah immediately without fail Morty's like manages to even get under Rick's skin, you know, and miniaturize them in a whole yeah, body. Just happens to just happens to find the perfect little chink in his armor. Yeah. Um. But at this point, uh, Poncho attacks Morty, and Doctor Bloom steps in, stops Poncho <laughs> from attacking Morty. He introduces Roger and Annie. Like Annie's Mrs. Puffy Vagina herself, Mrs. Love. I'm just gonna say, episode. man, can't trust her. She's been written up twice. Yeah, at the churro stand. <laughs> at the churro stand. stand. So she's not. She's she's one of the. <laughs> she's the one who needs to be watched really closely. Yeah, Xenon Bloom was a fucking dork. So uh, that's uh, that's uh, voiced by uh, what is it? He's a very funny British comedian. He does a lot. Of, uh, John Oliver. He's on HBO. He has his own HBO. Yeah. Show. yeah. Really great, funny British. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I didn't realize that was him. Yeah, that's so, fun. Yeah. That's, that's a lot of fun, actually. Um, and then at this point, uh, Hepatitis A attacks, right? Yeah, we um, And they they run to the lungs where there winds up being a tuberculosis outbreak. Yeah, uh, some someone had, in a, had purposely let tur- tuberculosis out, which he basically says is covered up by the mucus membrane in the. Uh, so uh, it's 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 even it's that uh, magic school bus, you know. Still, still managing to be educating you with with even entertainment. So like, it, it even had that touch of Magic School Bus because you have him shrinking down, going into some other body. I don't know if you ever you remember that episode of Magic School Bus. I don't remember this particular oh, episode yeah, of that's Magic like, School Bus. There's a there's a great meme out there that's like the Magic School Bus could be inside you right now and you wouldn't know because uh, you know the the teacher. I can't remember her name. You know, it's been too long. Oh, Miss Fraggle. Yeah, Miss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that her name for real? It's uh, Frazzle. I think. Frazzle. Miss Frazzle. I think it's called. I think it's Miss Frazzle. She's like uh, showing them anatomy, of course, but her, you know, she's got the magic school bus that shrinks down and goes inside a person's body, and like shows them, you know. I mean, the magic school bus can go anywhere. Yeah, correct. Like, that's like the whole point. That's of the, the whole basis. Of, yeah. It's magical. It can go anywhere. So we're we're we get to the lungs. Yeah, and uh, and so the tuberculosis is, is clearly out there, and uh, Poncho shoots at the tuberculosis, kills several of the tuberculosis, mm-hmm. but also shoots a bunch of holes in in uh, Reuben's lungs, <laughs> and you know the uh, Reuben coughs and sends uh, coughs Alexander, the, uh, the 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 mascot, coughs him out of existence. <laughs> he's he's literally getting you know. Pulverized by the yeah, just just just, just, just the, the force of just the force of friction, yeah. and the, the force of air friction, rips him apart. And but right before that, one of my favorite jokes of the whole episode is whenever 
uh, you know, this is all melting down, right? Like the whole anatomy park is melting down. And Alexander runs into the room with everybody and yanks off his dog costume hat. And Xenon was like, put that back on. And it's like, dude, you can't go out of character. The fucking world is ending. That's, the, the, right the, now. that's like, the Disney. That's the Disney inside the anatomy park, right? You don't break character, no matter what. Just you're, what a cold capitalist, bro. Damn it, man. Xenon Bloom <laughs> is a fucking goon. And uh, you also have the uh, uh, Galaxy Quest fan. No, yes, don't know mm-hmm, what it is. Mm-hmm. Galaxy Quest. So okay. that's that's old school. Like our gen, Like uh, that was like the kind of making fun of Star Trek, Star Trek, and making fun of, um, you know, those, like, uh, Battlestar Galactica, Star Trek, Star Trek, all those kind of things. Yeah, the, 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 the space travel yeah. sci-fi shit. Yeah, exactly. So it's Tim Allen, you know, uh, the gentleman who plays uh, uh, Sirius Snape on uh, Harry Potter, a bunch of great actors. Uh, that was kind of, like, now I've lost my train of thought, but that was kind of the basis of the... Of the, where am I going with this? I'm apologize. Let's get back onto something yeah, more important. Wait, it's all good. Uh, we, we we digressed into into the into the sci-fi. Oh, guy, yeah. So guy, guy on Galaxy Quest. Yeah. He has no name. So like in the TV show, his name is Guy, and then as the TV show progresses, he dies in the, like the first episode. So he gets to go on the actual adventure now. That's the whole thing of Galaxy Quest. He gets to go on the adventure. So he's like, my name's Guy. I only last to the first episode, and then of course he ends up making it through the whole adventure. And so when they never they go back on TV, they give him a real name. You know, I think it's like Guy Freeman. They're like Guy. You know, that's they actually fan- give him a last name. But that's like, fantastic. So like, like he reminds me of like that Guy Freeman. He's like, you know, he's the he's the sacrifice dude, of dude, like the first guy dead. You know? Dude, the, the Guy Freeman joke reminds me of a. Uh, I don't know if you ever saw the the the, the Jackie Chan movie Who Am I. Uh, no, I can't say that. Oh man, Jackie Chan. That's our childhood again. Yeah, he like wakes up from a coma. Okay. In America, and they're like, "Who are you?" And he's like, "Who am I?" <laughs> and they keep thinking that like that his name mm-hmm. is "Who am I?" And like they keep like he like winds up on the news as like "Who am I?" And the whole time he's like "Who am I?" <laughs> trying to figure out who he is, and that's like the only phrase he knows, and so. Uh, but it, that's the whole premise of the whole movie. It's dumb as shit, and like it wouldn't fly in today's climate. But like, man, whenever Jackie Chan was in his prime, dude, making a Who Am I movie, I it think it's it's fantastic. that uh, oh, Idiocracy. I think his name was like uh, Um or something like that. And he like he he's he's going through all the machinery. He inevitably, I don't know if you've ever seen Idiocracy, but it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. So he gets you know he gets stuck in there. The only yeah. comedy that turned into a documentary. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, so art, art imitating life, entertain, imitating art, entertaining, inter, imitating life. But yeah, so he's Total like, all the way down. yeah, so he basically, I think he gets like, whatever, whatever, or whoever, and then, you know, they're like, that's throughout the name, that's that's now who he is. He doesn't, he has a name that he mistakenly said yeah. when he was getting the tattoo and all that other craziness. Yeah. So we're we're traver- tra- traversing through Natalie Park with yeah, the yeah. lungs now. So. so uh, they retreat into the lungs, and Poncho shoots them up. And at that point, they have to retreat into the digestive tract. And uh, Morty tells Rick that Reuben has tuberculosis. Rick goes to treat the tuberculosis, and Reuben suddenly dies. Uh, and then at that point, yeah, they, they retreat to the colon. And Rick becomes real armchair after that. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah he's the, so yeah. great. He's like, ah, fuck it, whatever. Like, no. make sure you visit Anatomy Park. Don't, don't deprive yourself of a good time because the world's falling apart. Yeah, he's like, well, if I can't cure dead, you know, if you get an opportunity to visit Pirates of the Pancreas, we didn't whitewash it at all. Um, and so they they retreat to the colon and they're like making it out by boat. Yeah. And at that point, gonorrhea attacks, right? And and uh, Morty has the stroke of genius to, which is stupid as fuck, but it's, he has the stroke of genius to, to use like a little stick of dynamite to blow up the gas in the stomach to kill gonorrhea. And that's how they actually get past the gonorrhea attack. And it gives us like a quick leap back to what's happening at the house with the family and they have like, a Christmas drum circle and everybody's happy except Some, Jerry. Summer is like belting it out, drumming, drum, drum, Christmas, drumming, drum, drum. Yeah, it's Christmas drum. She's having the best time of her life and, and Jerry just cannot stand it, right? I think everybody's smiling. Beth, Beth, is, Beth is so happy. Well, so Beth is trying to convince Jerry to have a good yeah, time. Yeah, right. He's like, she's like, don't, yeah. He's like, look around your family and uh, what's your, uh, what, what does Jerry say? Uh, I get it. It's punishment for me taking your iPhone. Oh, wait. What was that great one that I, I had you? I think, I don't know if you jotted it down, but it was Phil Collins. Um, oh, that's that's whenever. Uh, yeah, that was at the beginning, but yeah, that was Rick, just such Rick, a great burn. Yeah, Rick, Rick comes out and shits on everybody for trying to enjoy themselves in Phil Collins' proverbial paradise. <laughs> it's so great. That's just like such a, that's, that's that, that's that deep level burn. That's a Rick Caliber yeah, singer, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. That's that Rick Caliber singer that you're just like. You're like 30 seconds later, you're like, God, that one still gets you. You're just like, God, that was just mean. It's like he just just washes around your mouth for a while. <laughs> it's like, mm, that, just, that just keeps tasting better and better. It's just that chocolate. You just feel it. Uh, but yeah, so uh, she's convincing him to, to take in the good time and, you know, be with the family. And Right whenever he's like, I fucking hate this. Ethan comes busting in the back sliding door to confront Summer, who is apparently her boyfriend. Um, Are we? Yeah, you know, like that that great, like childish. Was it Jacob? Was it Jacob? Jacob's like, no offense, Jerry, but you really need to connect more with your family. I saw the like the 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 the, the, the expression go out of your face, like like that just turned on a light for you. I turned off a light. I, it just changed everything. And I was like, what what are we thinking over here? What are those wheels doing in your head? And you're like, he's he's a dead guy. Oh, I have to. Slap him up so hard if he ever spoke to me like that. <laughs> yeah, but it's such an awkward situation. I don't think I'd find myself in that level of an awkward situation. I'm pretty like, <laughs> I'm going to get the fuck out of here because I don't like this awkward situation right now type of fella. So, you know, I'd be like, I'd be at the corner bar, you know, I'd be that fella. So we've got, we've got, um, you know, this great interaction between two seemingly in love teenagers and you know we have the uh the intruder basically introducing himself into a problem that he probably has shouldn't have any say in and ends up kind of fixing it yeah yeah i mean they definitely wind up working it all out in the <laughs> end right um yeah. and they jump around at that point they jump back to uh uh the guys inside anatomy park and they find uh bubonic plague in Poncho's bag and it's realized that uh, Poncho has been the saboteur this whole time. Yeah. 
right? And like, go figure, right? It wasn't, as it turns out, it wasn't Annie who who, is, well, who had trust two, her, right? who had two riders at the at the at the churro stand. It was the fucking mohawk rocking no merc- shirt mercenary, yeah, a mer- literal yeah. mercenary who was doing this the sabotage work, like cut to the you know cut out of marble with no shirt on and a mohawk and. I love that. I love that they had a they had put a dam in place to stop the flow of shit. Yeah, because right. because Bruce never come in cognizant, and uh, but they said it wasn't built to handle a corpse load, <laughs> and that's what winds up killing. Uh, what what was his name? The the dude from the very beginning. He was there since the very beginning, uh, and Doctor Xenon Bloom introduced him in the very beginning. Yeah, he's a uh, he's uh, what is it? Roger. So, Roger, yeah, and Roger was like, uh, can't believe Roger made it that far. <laughs> Roger was like, tell my family, tell my wife I love her and my kids. They don't have my last name and they're hard to find, but <laughs> bam, <laughs> and then it's just with this shit, yeah, just the the which is which is great because I think like if you kind of notice in the lungs, it's like no food allowed. Did you see that? It had like a hamburger with a mark out, like yeah. you won't, so like if you had any. You just toss it. Yeah. So it's just kind of I, I wonder yeah, because it goes so deep. I wonder if you know that Justin or one of them was like, well, what well, we need to know where the where the shit's going. It's literally like where like where how are we getting rid of it even though we can't exit it through his bowels. Yeah, you know? yeah. So that you you know that there's probably you know a uh, you know a system in place. A system in place, which is kind of fun. I mean, which is I mean, just go. I mean, to me. Maybe I'm overthinking it, but I I'm a, I, ish, I I I have to think that these guys. No, bro, onion, onions that. have layers, and even yeah. if, and even if we're reading too far into it, and we're just having fun making up silly stuff, that's half the fun. So exactly. Or what, what what would be there? Yeah. That's the point, you know, because everybody else is thinking the same shit. So <laughs> we just get to be the guys who put ourselves out there. Yeah, and exactly. And we're, and we're like we we hope that that Justin and that that the, that the whole crew is really thinking about. You know Dan Harmon, where like where's the shit going? Because the he, I mean he's he's the he's I mean, they the definition have, of, they, of they, they wouldn't have, they wouldn't have put the sign up with the cheeseburger being crossed out if that wasn't like a thought. Yeah, exactly. Um, but so they they go back to uh, they take us back to the conversation that's happening between Ethan and Jacob and Summer and uh. Jacob's like, where's the where's the anger coming from? That's the goodwill hunting. From, from Summer being a total bitch. Where's the anger coming from? My father took me behind the bushes and made me feel like a girl. And that's like, <laughs> I, I mean, the beginning you get like that goodwill hunting, like it's not your fault, it's not your fault. Just until you break a person down and then they start crying. That shit was so funny, like, bro. This one was so mad because his brother made him feel like a girl. And he doesn't even know if he is a boy still. He's like, I don't and know. At this point. Uh, Jacob like recuperates him effectively, and him and Summer like make up and uh, uh, let me go or something. Yeah, and like Jacob and Jacob and uh, Jerry's mom start kissing, and Jerry's dad goes to the closet. <laughs> he goes and, like, like goes and like flicks the yeah, and up. like everybody's in their element, bro. Like getting their dicks wet, and Jerry's just like fucking hating life. And I mean, my notes say. Jerry hates Christmas, right? And I think he even, like, yeah, at this point, he, like, has, like, a big fit and, like, stops all. He's like, no, no, I hate this. Y'all stop. I like Dad's way of, like, explaining why, um, what is that, why he had, like, because he had cancer. Like, he, he, he does it for, like, I mean, he, 
he why he brings Roger into the relationship is inevitably because he can't satisfy satisfy his wife well, because like, of the, the things that his body have gone through by the ravishes of cancer. What was it? It was it was whenever you two are together, mind and body and soul for eternity, and you're at eternity's door, and the body starts to go. It's an invitation. Yeah. To to explore some other stuff, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It was like. A neat way of putting. Uh, 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 that's a neat way of putting. Uh, but we're, we're we're gonna cuck with this young black guy. And the funny and but he still manages to throw some comedy in there. He goes always in, always in the corner. Sometimes with the Superman outfit on, you know, always leering. Sometimes with the Superman outfit on. So there's the they, he just he's, he's got well, his, almost always with the Superman. Yeah, almost costume. always with the Superman. <laughs> I mean, I mean they've got. They've got their kink. They they've been in a relationship for a long time, man. Uh, it's one of the like, <laughs> the freedom of being together for that long, I guess. You know. And so at this point, uh, Rick sends Morty and Annie and Doctor Xenon Boom to the left nipple, right. And yes. as this is happening, Jerry walks into Rick's garage and is like, "Man, bro, I'm sorry for ever judging you. You're like my sanest relative." relatively speaking right now right this now, like yeah. strikes the epiphany for uh you know he can that that rick has to save morty and them right he can blow uh reuben up in his entirety so that he could just pull rick and uh he could pull morty out and dr xenon boom out and they'd be like the correct size he yeah. does that math and uh goes about doing that and he has like jerry grab him like some sticks of dynamite and shit and like as he's like stuffing these sticks of dynamite in Ruben's ass um Jerry's like huh I can see you're busy I'm yeah. like fucking get out of here so this is like pre-Jerry being the Jerryist. we haven't quite gotten to meet like slimy you know rat tub like survival Jerry so I kind of like you, you, you're still kind of like you're very green to the characters well, you it's know. like he's always been there. He just hasn't been thrown into like the deepest end of the situations exactly. yet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like so. it doesn't. It's all pretty like it's all pretty vanilla right now. Mm-hmm. He can handle most of this. You know, like oh, you're in the garage having dynamite and like a bum, like cool, cool. Yeah. But you know, also, I mean, fuck, dude. Uh, you know, this isn't. This also isn't our original Jerry. Oh, that's that is true. Our right? original Jerry was a badass. Like the original Jerry, like conquered Bug World. Cronenberg world. Yeah, Cronenberg. And like is still like out there being and, and think, feral and being badass. I, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was Jerry who breaks the gun, right? And keeps Beth I mean keeps Summer and Rick I mean Summer and Morty in that for in a Cronen- second, yeah, for exactly. a second until he gets yeah. frozen. But yeah. yeah, no, he was a badass. Yeah, so but which is kind of funny because most 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 of your Jerry's are very incompetent. Listen man, Jerry whenever it comes right down to it, he'll throw them hands. He's just gonna like when he gets defeated, beg for pity and then try and throw them hands again and like rinse and repeat that process until he's definitely a Western character. He's, he's just, like he's like the Western character that's like always like he'll, you know you let him go, he throws sand in your eye and goes into yeah punch, he's you know? squirmy yeah exactly yeah, yeah. it's like like a whenever he's fighting with the guy from the the the, the world where you can't die because they have the infinity field up yeah. and. Um, you know, he, he like jumps on his arm and he's like, you, I'm not going to fight you. You're a pussy. And he bites him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, he's there. He's got that fighting him when like, but he's the, the got thing is, to. Is that's, what just... the, 
no matter. It's never very good, and it's always under extreme circumstances, and he's typically trying to hide. So, but the thing is, is that's the great thing about Morty. I mean, Morty is consistently a fighter. Oh, bro, don't put Morty again. Don't don't back Morty into the corner. Goddamn, yeah. Morty's a lunatic. Yeah, and the thing, the funny thing about it is, is that where Jerry doesn't have the ability to pull the trigger, being with being with Rick for so long, he was able to to. To be everything that Jerry's not. A slightly more assertive version, right? Yeah, exactly. He's the uh, he's he's the I guess the antithesis of Jerry. He's he's I guess Mega Jerry. Yeah, but so at this point, Morty and Annie uh, and Xenon Bloom get to the Bone Train station, <laughs> bone train. and there's Once an e, and there's an E. coli outbreak happening, and basically Xenon Bloom winds up. Accidentally staying behind whenever he could have just rode. Well, so like he doesn't know there's a there's an autopilot, so he wants to sacrifice himself. He really doesn't want to. He's a little (laughs) reluctant to. He's like, someone one of us has to, and like Uh, Annie and Morty both are like, "Eh," and he's like, that's fine, it's my fault, right? Sure. I love that there's a cricket in the body. Yeah, there's a random cricket in the body because like the 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 whole train station goes quiet, and he's like wanting them to like sacrifice. You just hear that chirp in the background. Yeah. But so they wind up outrunning the E. coli outbreak, but they wind up getting uh, ran off of the tracks by hepatitis A, and they wreck literally at the nipple hole that they were trying to get to. So they must have been close, right? But um, it all you know works out relatively. Yeah. Right. Um, at this point, Rick manages to get around and he enlarges Reuben. Um, and Reuben is like literally the size of the United States. Um, like mega huge, like, I mean, we're talking, there's feet in Los Angeles, teeth in New York, and dicks in the Rocky Mountains. I, the, the, great, the great thing about it is, is that the, the, uh, the unwavering, like, how would you say it? Um, <laughs> composure. And how, I don't even know how, what a word I'm looking for here, but just the the fact that every newscaster, every anchor on there, a newscaster, is just completely chill with it. You know, they're, they're just reporting on it. There's, you know, there's no panic in their voice. They're just so in character. Yeah, it's, it's just like another day at the office for every newscaster. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, and it's really great. Like you were talking about, was it uh, the the giant dick and. Uh, wherever the, in the Rockies. In the Rockies, and you just have that guy, you know, chainsawing that the lumber. The lumber, yeah, just like taking it down, and you just see that he's like, "Oh dear God!" And that, and that you know, of course, it's, it's all you know. It's all that hammer there. just heading that way, bro. <laughs> you got to see the 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 shadow of it on the mountains, <laughs> and then just it's so funny, dude. They do so good with this dumbass shit. There's so many little Easter eggs throughout, um, but. So, they wrecked the train, right? Hepatitis mm-hmm. A wrecks the train. And, like, right whenever Hepatitis A has Morty and Annie uh, cornered, Hepatitis C comes out of nowhere and just kills the fuck out of Hepatitis A. Gives him a thumbs up just and like walks a wink and a nod. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and Morty is like, did we have to have a pre-existing relationship with that guy? And Annie's like, no, I just think there's good guys like that. <laughs> he literally tears him in half and, like, I think... Just like walks off. Yeah, just like walks off. Yeah. He has him in his mouth. He yeah, I think, yeah, I think he's gonna eat him. Right? He leaps in and grabs yeah. him with his mouth and like shakes him to death, and then like has one hand on the ground and gives him a thumbs yeah. up and just like walks off with like his prey. That has to mouth. be like a plan, just like 
movie, like let's say writing in general, always making the enemy of thy enemy, almost like a wink and nod to the character. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah, they could it could easily take out the the humans, but it almost seems like that's not even a challenge. So they're like, well, I'm just gonna take out whatever's bothering them and just go back to you know yeah. my natural existence. Well, I mean, it's literally like uh, the scene uh, when. Uh, in Jurassic in one of the Jurassic Park movies, whenever they get away because the the Spinosaurus is killing the T Rex. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like yeah. just like I got bigger fish to fry than y'all right now. Like I'm gonna fucking take care of this business. You guys like take care of y'all's business. You know what I'm saying? Type shit. Um, but at this point, uh, Rick snags Morty and Annie, and they get the fuck out of there. And Reuben explodes. Right, it rains blood and fashion and viscera just all over the entire United States. But the TV says that it's going to be okay. Everything's going to be okay. Yeah, we don't even like. Yeah, we we don't give it two seconds. So Jerry coming in and kind of like being the the pacifier. Yeah, he was he was the he was the thing that everybody came to to feel comfortable. Yeah, it's like he, oh, Jerry has the t- the technology and the knowledge and the like. The, I think that's that that uncanny ability to just kind of, that's just Jerry's. What what would you call it? that's that's Jerry's neutral, you know he's 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 always kind of like a he a uh, a tourist wherever he Listen, goes. Listen, man, it, it, he's easy to shit on and he's easy to love on. Yeah, exactly. Like he's just there. Right. You need a shoulder to cry on. He's there. You need to punch in the bag. He's there. You know, like and, and anything between here and there, Jerry's just kind of like there, ready to endure what you got going on. Like you might catch a little bit it, of like condescension, but that's about it. It's it really is that kind of wormy mentality. You don't very spineless and very like, but he can he can turn the love on. That faucet is. He's very he's very easily able to put the empathy in there that's needed. Yeah. He's always I think he where where Rick is is a legitimately bad father. Emotionally unintelligent. Yeah. Uh, you have someone like. You know we have someone like. Jerry who's emotionally available at all times, but still very wormy. You know he's he's, he's such a dork. The yeah. guy fucking sucks. No matter how you slice it. Um, but it winds up being so that Annie is going to be the new Dr. Bloom. Um, and Shrunk down. Yeah, and, and Morty's all pissed off about that. But, you know, Rick is like, well, don't worry about that. Bitch had a puppy who did it. And he's like, I don't see the problem in that. I don't, I don't know. What. I don't see the problem in that either. But, I mean, unless it's like a balloon down there. Like, unless it's like some weird shit going on, you know. He's, he's like, I don't get it. I was, he was down the clown. He's like so mad. <laughs> I love that uh, whenever Rick and Morty walk out from their crazy adventure, everybody's just on their devices. And, and Jer- like the Jer- whole arc of the whole episode was so that they wouldn't have to have their devices. Just it all falls apart because of their insane shit. And now they walk back in and like people are living their normal life because they had to endure Rick and Morty's insane shit. And they're, and they're like, immediately ready to, and he will, well, uh, Rick is immediately ready to criticize and also use God. I love that. His, his, he he leans on the crutch of like this is Jesus Christ's birthday. This is like what are y'all doing? You they know? have an awkward relationship with God in the show because it's like the first episode. There's like there is no God. You need to try that 
Band-Aid off now, and then like the next episode, he's like, "This is Jesus's birthday, our Lord and Savior." You know, um, they 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 poke a lot of fun at religion throughout. I mean, they they do a lot of shit that a lot of shows are afraid to do. They break the fourth wall. They poke fun at religion. They poke fun at politics. They poke fun at racism. I mean, like, to the point of saying like, "You're you know letting the letting government and everything know that they're not in control when they're around." I mean, I literally um, don't know how they get some of this shit published. Like, like, so, like, some of these episodes, it's like, how in the fuck did they let them put this on national TV? This shit is filth. I think it's, like, the, the South Park reasoning of it. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna throw it out there. And we're, you know, we're excited to get that angry feedback. Because, you know what? We're watching. And we're, and we're not, we're most, we're most ones are gonna go to a, a, gonna go to Inevitably, what is the end of the episode? A panel of people taking what you love most and and, and turning it into something terrible. I'll let you kind of get people where I'm at in this discussion. Yeah, well, so I mean, they they wrap the episode at that point, and there's a little like final joke where, um, you know, Doc uh, Annie and her team call Rick, and the basic point of the call is to convince Rick that they need to do something other than pirate to the pancreas with the pancreas portion of the um, anatomy park um, center, and it's, and it's revealed that they're doing the park in Ethan now, Yeah, and Rick just like hangs up the phone and is like, that shit inside you a testament to mediocrity. Like, fucking over it, whatever. And Ethan's just like, all right, cool. So, like, who they <laughs> He doesn't even care. And here's the great thing is, like, they've done so much work in there that they're literally able to call outside the body. He's got cellular service or telephone poles yeah. in the body. You take that to, you take that to a mentally, you know, uh, spurgy, yeah, like, like spurgy have, kind of uh, you have a territory. Wor- you have a working cell phone environment inside of his body. Exactly. And the, so... So that my my whole thing was that was a testament of like he you had one which was I like I said I assume this was Camille Nanjiani great comedic actor really funny like little contribute to the episode of him basically taking everything that he loved dear and he was so willing to defend and turn it into something different just because the pancreas has nothing to do with pirates and has everything to do with glucose and it was just really funny so that's that whole point of like you know taking something you know you love dear. And really construing it into something different because you're afraid of what's going to happen, you know. Because you let you let that you're not going to be Rick Sanchez about it. You're going to let them turn something. You're going to be Brian about it when he wrote the whole script on Family Guy of like, you know, what we learned on So and So Street, and it gets sold to CBS, and then they turn it into a comedy with a monkey that stars James Woods. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. You don't you don't stick up for yourself, you're never gonna get the greatness that is Rick and Morty Futurama, The Simpsons. Yeah. Squidbillies. Yeah, I mean anything that has like a very particular flavor was definitely attempted to be whitewashed into something more palatable for a more general audience. Yeah. That's just like the everything. Everything they're always trying to whitewash everything so that it's more uh, profitable and serviceable for like a general vanilla audience every and time. That's the great thing I think about adult, adult Swim. They don't let mediocrity kind of like enter in the the the, the, the hemi- that hemisphere. So I know much. I like what I know I like what Rick and Morty are doing, man. It's I, I like the show a lot. Uh, I mean, to the point that I'm doing a fucking podcast about it. Um, and so you know, I can't wait to see what they continue to do with it. I mean, uh, as we record this, right, 
they've basically just concluded season five, so we've got some catching up to do. I'm certain you know, no one's going to be uh, listening to this uh, as at least for a few seasons until you know we're. No one's going to be listening to this as they release for quite a while, right? So yeah. uh, there's a little room to wiggle, but um, you know the, uh, we're going to go over every episode, man. And we're going to have a lot of fun with and it because they're, they're they're all unique, man. They're all unique works of art that are worth talking about, man. Because they've created a really, really like unique um, multiverse, right? That that we get to participate in, right? I mean, a lot of people like don't even take into consideration that like the family that ever, that they're dealing with right now isn't even the original family that uh, that Rick and Morty started with. You know what I'm saying? And like whenever you start taking shit like this into consideration, it all gets it all starts getting like real interesting if you start like taking these characters kind of seriously and seeing like what it would be like and um, you know it's easy to do. I enjoy it a lot, man. I'm I'm gassed up to do like the rest of this uh, yeah. show. And we and uh, and it's a great uh, it's I think it's a great testament to your uh, Kahuna companion to kind of like shake it up and let us let us kind of go back to the roots of it because we were trying to stick in season five and kind of move forward and just and then work backwards from a conclusion. But I like that we started over. We got them portal boys be podcasting now. Yeah, I mean, it, it, uh, no one's gonna uh, really understand what we're talking about unless we give them a little bit more backstory. We had initially started as a a monkey mouth podcast and then that evolved into being the monkey mouth podcast network where we kind of do all of our other podcasts under that um and we were starting doing like an event that we were covering season one of invincible and season five of rick and morty and like it just things kind of flowed and changed and we've landed on doing this now and so um you know appreciate you for sticking with us to this point we're gonna have a whole lot of fun doing this moving forward so make sure you keep an ear out for kahuna companion we also have uh Let's let the, let's let you do the rundown of your great show that we have. Oh, so I've got the Konoha Companion, which is a, a Naruto-centric podcast where we do a review of every episode, episode by episode, and we're on episode, I believe, 26 of that right now. Um, and then I also do an armchair MMA where I do reviews of uh, every numbered UFC event. Uh, and then I obviously uh, do the Portal Boys podcast here with you. Yes, sir. Yes, um, sir. I also uh, regularly co-host with uh, my buddy Clifton on his Posted Up podcast. Ranger, Ranger alum. Clifton. Yeah, yeah. I mean, played football with the guy like go way, way back. Um, I think that's it. Right? I think yeah, that's it. Oh, no, and I also do Shut Up, You'll Listen. And that's what's, that what we're, we're going to be recording that next. we got an S-U-Y-L, Shut Up, You'll Listen. And uh, we got some great topic, topics. If you want to know the topics, we're not going to share it here. That kind of loses gas. So catch us on SUIL. You'll get to hear the, the three topics we'll be talking about. And we're definitely going to be having some fun digging our teeth into something that's crazy. Everything that, that we're going to be kind of throwing out there to discuss and kind of pick apart. Yeah. And on that note, thank you, everybody, for checking out this episode of the Portal Boys podcast. Um, please consider checking out any of the other Monkey Mouth Podcast Network podcasts um, that we just got through mentioning. And, uh, you know, we'll be around. Check, check you guys on the next one.